0: And grab your Bibles if you would. In fact, you can open with me to Hebrews chapter 3. And my title of my message today is the word every day. Tell your neighbor, every day. Think about what is something that you do every day the same? Well, you wake up, don't you? Uh, Maybe you go and turn on the coffee pot. You bathe somehow, hopefully every day, right? Make a note of that if you don't. Uh, You drive, probably somewhere, every day. There's always things that we do every single day. Some of you are in school, it feels like, every day. Some of you have work on your mind every day. Some of you coach a team, it's one of those things that you do all the time. But does your typical day include encouraging somebody in the Lord? That's what I want to talk about today. Because in the series that we've been in, In Christ, one of the things when we're in Christ, that Christ in us begins to come out. And when it comes out, it encourages us to encourage other people every day. So Lord, as we stop this morning... As we've worshipped, Lord, as we come before your word, I pray that you speak to every heart, that every day we're mindful of others, that every day you give us a word to give someone. And we'll remember this, as we encourage, there'll be somebody that will encourage us because we're in Christ. We're connected, we're family, and we bless you in Jesus' name. Amen. You know, it's easy to encourage somebody and say, hey, that's a really nice haircut. I wish I could wear my hair that way. Or you say, hey, I feel really good about your Dodgers. They did really good. (laughs) But how many of you know that encouragement only goes a small way? And that's not the encouragement that we're talking about. You know, encourage somebody to wash their cars. Your car going through an experiment in dirt collection. You know, I just wanted to no, that, that's not an encouragement. We're talking about encouraging people in God's Word, being an encouragement. So I want to read Hebrews chapter 3, verse 13 through 15. I want to read it out of the New King James and then read it out of the New Century Version. Hebrews 3, 13 through 15. But exhort one another, say it with me, on Friday afternoon. No, it doesn't say that, does it? Daily. Exhort one another daily... While it is called today, lest any of you be hardened through the deceitfulness of sin. For we have become partakers of Christ. If we hold the beginning of our confidence steadfast to the end, while it is said, today you will hear his voice. Do not harden your hearts as in the rebellion. The New Century Version says it this way but encourage each other every day while it is today help each other so that none of you will become hardened because sin has tricked you we all share in christ i love that part we all share in christ if we keep till the end the sure faith we had in the beginning this is what the scripture says today Listen to what he says do not be stubborn as in the past when you turned against God You know one of the references at the end is from Psalms We actually looked at it last week with the children of Israel that God got them out of 430 years of Bondage we looked through several of the scriptures that there was a new Pharaoh a new leader in the land that did not know Joseph and he turned the heat up on the children of Israel He worked them and worked them and enslaved them and enslaved them and made them do things harder and harder and then even amped it up more when Moses came on the scene. And so when God delivered them, you would have thought they would have kissed the desert sand just to be out of Egypt. But they got stubborn. They got discouraged. They were tired of walking around and they began to say things like, I wish I was back in Egypt. I wish I could have the bread that they had to the full. I wish I was back in. Can you imagine? Saying, I wish I was back in bondage. Then on another scripture we looked at, they said, "I miss the fish that we used to eat from Egypt. I miss the fish. Oh, it was so good. The leeks, the cucumbers, the onions. They wanted to go back. They thought of the flesh." they had no regard for the God leading and guiding them and so in fact it's in here for us today not to listen to the stubborn flesh that wants to go back we're in Christ we're going forward we're moving forward and I love that part where he lets us know and he says exhort or encourage someone today today you know the word encourage really means To lift a heart to focus on the promises of God. To lift a heart to focus on the promises of God. It also shows us that the encourager of our soul is the Lord. We all have people that encourage us, but the encourager of the soul is the Lord. That's why it's so important to get God's word deep in our hearts because it becomes our encouragement it stirs us up in fact in the new testament this part was part of the daily life of the early church in the book of acts they were going house to house they were encouraging one another they were starting to slip into persecution some of them were being imprisoned but they got together to encourage one another when one was in prison in fact peter they all got together to pray for peter And when Peter knocked on the door they were kind of concerned who it was well they should have known he was showing up if they were praying for him but we see that in the early church they were praying and encouraging one another and like the scripture says they did it daily right daily they did it I love what the translation of the word today is this very day you ever done something that says you know I'll get to it this week no, honey, I'll, I'll do it. I'll, I'm going to do it Saturday afternoon. I'll, I'll get to it Saturday, Saturday afternoon. Yeah, Saturday afternoon didn't work, so I, I was thinking maybe Wednesday night. Wednesday, you know, you know I'll get it. Uh, how would we just say this? I'll get it done by the end of the month. Anybody ever done that before? And you keep, everybody's laughing at me. <laughs> we procrastinate and we put those things off. Here's what that word is. This very day. This very day. While it is today, who does the Lord want me to reach out to and encourage? Acts 14, 22. In fact, I want to read off uh, some scriptures to you today. Write down some notes. Acts 14, 22. It says this, Strengthening the souls of the disciples, exhorting them to continue in the faith, and saying, We must go through many tribulations to enter the kingdom of God. Strengthening the souls of the disciples exhorting them to continue in the faith. Notice they knew that there were trials and persecutions coming. But what were they doing? They were strengthening themselves or strengthening the souls of the disciples. You know, when I was in India this summer, I, I just would start talking to different Muslim people because I was kind of very interested. It's one thing to hear it, being in America. It's another thing to look at it when you're in their nation. We were in a commercial it would actually kind of be like the garment district we were walking down this one commercial area when the prayer from the mosque came out it was the call for people to come to prayer and I videoed it just just to hear it to go through but as I begin to talk with some Muslim people they would remind me that there are five prayer calls a day and that if you can the intent of the heart is to get to the mosque to pray If you can't get there because of work or a location, then you have your rug and you face it towards Mecca and you begin to pray. But the power is coming together and pray. And I don't know if you've ever seen the inside of a mosque. There's no chairs. There's uh, not necessarily a sound system. It's all set up for people to bring in their rugs and to, to bow and to pray. But here's what he said that was so powerful to me. He says, as we begin and do our prayers, we look at the brother that's in front of us to see who he is. We look at the one on our left and our right and behind. We check on one another. If one of the brothers didn't show up, we'll go to their house that day. We'll get a hold of him. We didn't see him at prayers. Something must be wrong. We also will do, very benevolent, when there's a feast, it doesn't matter if it's whoever it is, we take food, we're benevolent. They were telling me, if there's a wedding going on, and you're hungry, just come to the wedding. They won't kick you out. They'll feed you. You know what we do? You're not invited to our wedding. Oh, you brought a gift. Oh, you're invited to our wedding, right? That's what we That's what we do. You know, one of the powers that I believe that we read, not to forsake the assembling of ourselves together, you know what it is? It's the person on your left right now. It's the person on your right. It's the one sitting behind you. It's the one sitting in front of you to connect you look forward to seeing them you look forward to finding out their life and if these people right that don't know the lord that are doing the things that we would say we need to emulate this we read this in the scripture strengthen the souls of the disciples and we know the power of the strength of the word of god in fact the apostle paul wrote in philippians chapter 2 verse 5 this is out of the new century version in your lives you must think and act like who? Like Christ. Think and act like Jesus Christ, like Christ Jesus. Our thoughts, he says, and our actions should be modeled from being in Christ. Jesus said these things to his disciples in John 16, I told you these things so that you can have peace in me in this world you'll have trouble but be brave I have defeated the world that you can have peace in where in me you can have peace in the most troubling time in the most troubling circumstance you can have peace because it comes in me because I have defeated that part boy we need to hear that in our lives what is the last time that you got so stirred up that you forgot about the peace that Jesus has given you? 2 Timothy chapter 3.12. We read this actually a couple weeks in our reading. Everyone who wants to live as God desires in Christ Jesus. That sounds good, right? Everyone who wants to live in Christ Jesus will be persecuted. Oh, I didn't like that part. Everyone who wants to live will be persecuted. You know the disciples when they were early on persecuted, man. They you know they loved it. You know why? Because it connected them more to Jesus. We're on the other side. We don't like the persecution, right? Ease off the persecution. But on their side, it was that ah, it it showed us that we were with Him. Everyone wants to live as God does, but the Scripture says in Christ Jesus, we'll be persecuted. First Thessalonians chapter five verse eleven. Therefore, comfort each other and edify one another just as you are doing. I think the good word today is as you're doing those things, do it some more. As you encourage, encourage some more because we're all in Christ Jesus. And then Hebrews chapter 10, verse 24, let us consider one another in order to stir up what? Love and good works. I'm considering. Somebody else, so that I can do what? Stir up love and good works. Colossians chapter 4, verse 7 through 9. Now here's a great name. If you're having a baby boy, and uh, you need a name other than Walter, Walter maybe just is not a name you're thinking of. This guy's great name, Tychicus. Would that be, You come over here, you you couldn't say the name that quick, could you? This is a funny name, Tychicus. A beloved brother, faithful minister, fellow servant in the Lord will tell you all the news about me. And I am sending him to you for this very purpose that he may what? Know your circumstances and comfort your hearts. What is the sign of an encourager? An encourager takes time to know your circumstances, but they also comfort your hearts. Not in necessarily what you think you need to hear, but what in God says you need to hear. So it goes on, that he may know your circumstances and comfort your hearts with Onesimus, a faithful and beloved brother, who is one of you. They will make known to you all things which are happening here. And I love that part. Know the circumstances and comfort the hearts. So I want to give all of us today just a few quick pointers because we are all called to be encouragers if we're in Christ. All called to be encouragers. So here's what we do. First of all, we will pray for God to make us or create in our heart the ability to be an encourager. Ask him to give you a heart that's sensitive to other people. And how... If he puts somebody on your heart that you can build up that person you know I have two children and they're different they have different personalities and you get to know that you just naturally assume becoming a parent that they all come out the same way they're different and you understand how to communicate to each one in a different way nobody comes out of the cookie cutter we're all different we're all works in progress That's why we need the Holy Spirit to speak for us to be sensitive to know what that person is going to. I love this. Study in Acts chapter 4, Barnabas. Barnabas is an apostle, but his name meant an encourager. Study if you need on how to be an encourager, how to build somebody up, what to say. And then this, pray for God to show you who to encourage Who's the person? Ask God to bring somebody to mind who you're to reach out to. Who maybe I haven't seen in church in a while that I can reach out to. Who haven't I seen at work? Whose parents haven't shown up to pick up the kids at the baseball practice? Who can I reach out? I haven't seen my neighbor in a while. I think I'm gonna reach out. God, what do you want me to say how can, I, how can I comfort them? Uh, in our church, Bob LaCrosse, I don't think, is he's not, oh, he's right there. Bob, not every Sunday, but uh, several Sundays a month, will come up to me after service and say, hey, I haven't seen Rudy. How is Rudy doing? And he does that all the time. He checks on people. Uh, you know, I think we all need to be like Bob. We all need to have that heart to check on those ones around us. Use scripture. If you don't know what to say, pray that God just gives you a verse. That's the most important thing to use. My mom has, for probably most of my kid's life, sent them, not monthly, maybe every other month, sends them a card uh, with an encouraging scripture. Just a scripture. When they were young, they would open the card and they were hoping something fell out. (laughs) They were hoping it was cash or a check and they'd get a scripture card. But you know I always thought that's more important than a $20 bill that's more important than a check for them is that promise that God put on her heart for their specific life that specific day who could God use in your through your life to just give a simple scripture that could impact their day even make a list of scriptures that you've used through a devotion time, that you ask the Holy Spirit to bring back to mind because it's so important that we encourage each other, as the scripture says, while it is today. Tell them what you see God doing in their life. Do you know uh, prophecy isn't alone set for a prophet. You can prophesy about somebody what God has said about their life. You just make sure it's backed up by the scripture. But give them something of encouragement what you see God doing in their life. And let me encourage all of us to do this. Let's make this encouragement a daily routine. A daily routine. Set a reminder. Remind yourself every day at some time to pray. Is there somebody that I can encourage? And I know I jokingly said it before. Tell Alexa to remind you. in the morning. Tell Siri to remind you to encourage somebody find somebody go out of your way take those few minutes to be an encourager because for some people encouragement is just a natural part of who they are how many of you can think of somebody right now that is probably the best encourager in your life for some people it's very hard for them to do we're blessed with people in our church that are just natural encouragers you can even follow their social media and they're putting up songs they're putting up scriptures That's part of their ministry is to be an encourager. I sat with a man last night at a wedding, and he's just one of those guys that I always leave his presence feeling better. And you know what we talked about? We didn't talk about the Dodgers. We didn't talk about the Lakers, poor Lakers, right? We didn't talk about any of those things. We talked about the Scripture. We talked about his Bible study that he's doing in Revelation and the questions and things that he had. And I leave his presence stirred, encouraged, encouraged. So send a reminder every day to encourage somebody. I read this quote from William Arthur Ward. And he said this, Flatter me, and I may not believe you. Criticize me, and I may not like you. Ignore me, and I may not forgive you. Encourage me, and I will never forget you. Encourage me and I'll never forget you if those are mere words of an encouragement how much more powerful when we encourage somebody with the Word of God let's do this let's pray that we would be a church known to be an encouraging church that we give encouraging words to one another and don't get discouraged if people don't return the encouragement to you. Because God will make sure as you encourage that there's somebody out there that encourages encourage you. How many of you, uh, one of the Winnie the Pooh characters, how many of you, Eeyore was your favorite? Anybody? I'm just going to raise Nobody, Eeyore wasn't your favorite? You weren't as a little kid for Christmas, you wanted an Eeyore sweater? Everybody wanted who? Winnie the Pooh, Piglet, um, some of you are like, who are they? <laughs> Well, what's Eeyore's problem? Grumpy, upset, I lost my tail, somebody knocked over my house. He kind of has that voice. Well, Even if somebody's an Eeyore, encourage them. That didn't help, <laughs> right? I can't find my tail. Right, I'm going to stick you right where you can find your tail. Encourage, 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 encourage. Heap coals on them, the Bible says, right? Heap coals, continue to be encouragement. Don't go the other way when you see Eeyore. Go to Eeyore. Find them. Encouragement. Be an encouragement. And then lastly, start today. Right? Start today. Who can I encourage right now? Who has been a blessing to you recently that you could just say to them, thank you for being a blessing to me? I want to encourage you back. Uh, Think of a promise, a verse that you can share with them. But always, always ask God, God, how can you use me to be an encouragement in their life? Hebrews 3, 13 through 15, out of the New uh, Century Version. But encourage each other every day while it is still today. Help each other so that none of you become hardened Because of of sin has tricked you. We will all share in Christ if we keep till the end the sure faith we had in the beginning. This is what the scripture says. Today listen to what he says. Do not be stubborn as in the past when you turned against God. I love what it says. Listen to what he says. Lord, we come today... And Father, I pray that in all of our hearts that we become an encouragement. Lord, that we're mindful of the people in front, right, left, behind us, our neighbors, places at our work, where our kids do Little League or soccer. All of the places that we go and intersect, the checker that's at the register, the person that changed the oil on our vehicle, That we look to you to be an encouragement to others, giving them your word of truth. The power of your word, even as we read today in Hebrews chapter 4, the word of God is alive. It's active. And Lord, use us to stir ourselves up in Christ to be an encouragement today. And we bless you and honor you. In Jesus' name we pray. And everyone said, amen. Stand with me if you